Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and today I am here with Dee and we're here to record the live recording of I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol podcast. So, hello Dee, how are you? Oh, you're muted. Hello, ah, there you go. very well. Thank you for inviting me over. No, it's lovely to have you. So Dee, what is your business called and what do you do? So my business is uh, called Digital Notion and we create apps. So that's our main focus. Um, we have got some complicated software on the go at the moment, but apps is our speciality. Web-based app, but also ready for, you know, iOS and Google Play stores. So yes, that's what we do. Awesome. That is so far out of my comfort zone I can't even describe it is there any apps that you've done that we would have heard of what are you working on no we're our start off um ah, how long have you been going we've been going for a year now wow so we've got a couple of exciting projects on the go um one being a midlife coach app this was our very very first one and um she's launched a couple of months ago so yes of course it is live but you would have to be a client of the coach before you would see it actually up and running. Uh, but we had a catch-up meeting with her today, went really well. We're looking at version two. So it's always good to hear like a customer wanting to come back for an upgrade. So, and then we've got a very, very exciting platform called VTBT, and that's for um, personal trainers. So it's a system for personal trainers, not just um, your average personal trainer, kind of app with the progress and everything but it's just live streaming your whole finances planning involved so yeah it makes being a PT in this current climate should make it a little bit easier so fingers crossed for that one that's amazing so would that be a platform where personal trainers can advertise their business onto that app that's right so they would advertise on social media so if you for instance looking for a personal trainer and you're finding one and they're on the platform they can just share their personal link and then it's completely free so um you're free to join free to join for the client the client just pays the pt and um yeah they go on group sessions or private sessions yeah it's quite exciting platform so what got you into this business? Have you always been into technology and no, you a computer whiz? No. Uh, well, I say yes and no. Um, we grew up around technology. My dad had um, a couple of IT-like businesses. We started off in the 80s when um, computers were just sort of going mainstream, I would say. And um, he was selling the hardware more than anything else. Um, and then I studied IT many, many years ago. Um, when I think back at it, it makes me feel a little bit old. Um, so <laughs> you look you don't look a day over 21. Wow, I really like you now. That's good. <laughs> um so I had or I still have a security and locksmith company and I was looking for an app. And then I started getting some quotes and I started getting some more quotes and I just couldn't find the company that fitted my requirements. So I was a small business, um, wasn't a massive corporate kind of business, not a massive limited company with loads of employees. So I had a very little cash flow. So I was thinking like, what can I do? And the quotes that I was getting were far 
above my budget. So then I started talking to my dad and he said, oh, why don't you um, talk to some of the students at his um, university? So we had a couple of conversations and um, they developed my app in half the amount of time, fraction of the price. And then my younger brother, Michelle and me, got our heads together and said, maybe we should help a bit more small businesses in the same situation. So if a company comes to us, what we aim to do is, a lot of people come to us like, do we want an app? And they were like, okay, explain us the concept, what you're thinking your app needs to do. So we then go back. It takes us about a week and a half to two weeks. And we plan a way that the small business can make an extra income through their app. So oh, wow, like a, a kind of new income stream rather than their existing. Yeah. So we don't always get it right. And sometimes a website could do it perfectly fine. And then we actually push a little bit of business away, let's say. But we say, your website works perfectly well. You keep it online that way. For example, there was a lady and she desperately wanted an app. She just thought it was the coolest thing to have. And um, we looked at her website and she does courses and, and it worked perfectly fine. Yeah. And I said to her, like, we're going to copy your website onto an app and we're not going to find an extra stream of income for your business. So we, as Digital Notion, want to keep that, that we make everyone win, as cheesy as it sounds. We win, of course, we've got you as a customer, but you need to win too. And it's yeah. not do anything. So um, we aim in six months to a year for your investment to be returned and then it's just pure profit. Yeah, no. Well, uh, for me, I think it's really important to sell with integrity as well. So if you're trying to constantly get every penny out of your your client, that that it's going to resonate in the type of person that you are, and and you're going to lose out overall. So it's always way more important to to sell with integrity and make sure that every client is kind of getting the best out of you. So high five for that one. I'm hundred percent with you on that one. Is there any type of business that you kind of gravitate to? Do you have a niche, or are you uh, um yeah we've been asked that a couple of times and we do um, we have got more background like personal background in the fitness industry i do a little bit of bodybuilding um then we've had a lot of um interest in education because obviously my dad has got his university and so we focus on um oh and then real estate because we've got combined experience to do that so we've got a real estate platform um, coming that a lady in Holland because obviously we don't need to stay local in the UK we don't we can just do it worldwide and uh, her platform should be launching next week um, so she's like a matchmaker for commercial properties oh wow right up my street so yeah I'm a commercial property surveyor so I negotiate leases for um, people who are salon owners usually Okay, perfect. So she's actually, um, she explained it to us when she came to us. She said, like, it's a little bit Tinder, but commercial property. And I, was I like, love it. Hmm, okay, let's, let's rewind back. And we, once we understood the whole concept, then uh, we could see her dilemma and, and her problem. Um, so yeah, we developed that. So we grew real estate, fitness industry. And then um, we've, of course, got the midlife, the coaching app, which is the individual's 
So yeah, that's what, just because of our background, the overall combined background, that's where we feel comfortable in. But for example, if you come up with an idea, nothing stops us from developing it together with you because software is software. We just have to. Yeah. I'm the same I can negotiate any lease but I I just have an affinity with salon owners and I know everything about their business so it just makes it easier to understand the whole of their business rather than just this small part of of letting their business premises so yeah it makes so much sense if you understand every aspect of somebody's business when you're developing anything for them so completely agree to the business as well you can add value to it because you're thinking of you as a customer but also you on the other side of it. So um, you, you can come up with your own ideas and say, what do you think about this? And they go like, oh, we haven't thought about that. So we put that in the planning. So it makes the project more exciting for sure. Yeah, sometimes the client's too close to it. They're just, they're, they're thinking too, you know, small, whereas you can think, you know, completely outside of the box. Yeah, I love that side of business and it gets, it, it feels like sometimes my business isn't cre- uh, creative, but it's definitely a creative mind that, that needs to uh, gather all those ideas together. So what would be your three tips for somebody who would want to get into the business of developing apps? It sounds like a, a crazy world to get into. It is a little bit of a crazy world, but um, I think it's, it's the journey that you have to enjoy. And uh, somebody gave me a really great analogy um, the other day. And they said, like, Dee, what would it take? How, how exciting would it be if you build a three-piece puzzle? And I looked at him like, where are we going with this? He said, now think about building a 5,000-piece puzzle. So once that's completed, you spend day and night on it, and eventually you see the picture, and it's done, and the satisfaction. Now go back to the three-piece puzzle, and it's just like you put it together, and that's it. So every piece of software is like that. So of course, if you want to get into it, find the right team. And um, I feel sometimes really old because the kids that are working for us, they are 20 years younger than me. But, and and I would say, be very careful of university students. We had to, um, we've got, we're very lucky because the university is very skilled based in what they train, but, um, the software is updating so quickly and changing so rapidly. So they have to be willing to learn and keep learning. And if you motivate them with different kind of projects and just give them the responsibility to build and then, you know, then then it works really well, I think. So if you're a good leader, I think you can make anything work. Yeah, completely. I'm so do saying- you have to do you have to complete and um, continuously maintain your education on the the different types of of uh, software that's out there as well um i have a good knowledge of it and i'm aware of it but i'm definitely no developer not close and i wouldn't want to be sometimes i get they don't have office hours so they don't have to work nine to five monday to friday we have project based so if they want to work one day that's fine if they want to take two days off that's also fine as long as we're on schedule for the project so I would not want to sit in front of the computer day in, day out anymore programming. That's really not my cup of tea. But I love managing the team and I love looking after them. So, And having the creative ideas, I would have thought as well. Yeah, because it's very interesting that uh, a developer thinks in a developer way, so but wouldn't think about the client's kind of interests. or, but Because it works fine to them. 
So I click that button, click that, but the route is not always the same for the customer or the way the customer thinks is not the way the developer thinks. Yeah, and customer journey is so important when it comes to technology. Totally. And so I'm like in the middle of it. So I understand where they're coming from. I understand the client and we'll just put the two together. So it works pretty well for them. Well, it sounds fascinating. It's definitely not something that I could ever get involved in. Technology is the one biggest stressor in my life because I just have no idea. And I always thought I was great at it when I was younger. But like you said, it just moves so fast. As soon as you learn one aspect, you all of a sudden got to learn a million different other things. And it's just wow to me. Yeah, if I can give somebody one piece of advice, it's like there is so many little courses out there that don't get too far behind because it's moving along so quickly. And catching up is much harder than picking up little bits here and there that it makes your life so much easier. Like I would, for instance, hate to be stuck with a phone and I don't want to upgrade five, six, seven iPhones down the line because I'm so scared of the technology's moved on and I can't get along with it. That fear, I would never want to feel that. So just keep yourself updated with little bits at a time. And then that doesn't mean you have to become a developer, but it makes your life so much easier these days. Yeah, I've just got an iPhone 12 and I thought I'd never understand it. And within about half an hour, I was like, oh, this is easy. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, they just develop it so fast, don't they? So how's lockdown affected your business? Because you must have started it not long before the coronavirus started. So it has affected us for sure. Um, we are luckily, we can work from anywhere in the world. We just need our phone, laptops and internet connection and we're absolutely fine. So we're not infected physical that way. But we had four contracts signed with four new clients uh, just before the second lockdown. Because obviously people recognise that a digital product is the way forward. If we can't open our physical facilities, but then spending the money is a scary thought if you don't know when this is actually all going to go back to normal, if we're ever going to go back to normal. So, um, yes, it's a challenge um, because, of course, we we do need new clients. So I've been in touch with a couple of um, funding kind of grants for small businesses like the Kenton Medway Growth Hub. And uh, so there seems to be quite help out there that could fund projects like an app or you need a new website, you need an e-commerce set up rather than you because your physical shop can't open. Um, there is grants out there. You just need to really dig and keep talking to the right people to find the right. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I'm surprised that there hasn't been more government help in helping people get online, actually, or developing kind of more apps like the one for the personal trainers but more apps that are centralized so that people just go to the one app in order to you know then you know facilitate their business I I, I, you know I've thought about that a lot throughout this happening and I was quite surprised that that isn't something that either an individual has developed themselves or that the government hasn't funded throughout the way there are local grants out there it's just um, once you start looking, you spend two hours trying to find the right one for you, um, if it is just two hours. But I think it's picking up the phone and start talking to people. It's like the same if you've got an idea 
I've always been given this advice. If you've got an idea and you think it's great, pick up the phone and call three people and see what they think. Yeah. Three different versions, but the conversation will lead to something else. And so it will start moving and, and you get the ball rolling. It's exactly the same with funding. There is money out there. You just have to want it badly enough. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do totally agree with that. And, I, and lots of people suggest the whole asking three people and, and see what they say. But, but when, when there's certain people out there in the world that say that um, there's no new ideas and, um, you know, and if, if you're, if, if, you know, those three people don't think it's a good idea, then don't do it. But I always turn around and say, Airbnb, Microsoft, Pepsi, Coke, because those are three things that people said, don't ever get involved in and look at them now I mean Airbnb maybe not the best time for them at present but sometimes there are amazing businesses that started with just one person's gung-ho desire to make it bloody work oh there are so many examples out there and if you've got genuine belief your idea is going to work keep going but there's so many people that sit on an idea and don't do anything about it and um, it was funny, I was doing a locksmith job not long ago because I still have the company. And um, the husband asked, so um, how has this lockdown affected you? And I said, well, with this side of the business, definitely. But my other business, and we started talking about the business, like, I've had an idea for five years, you know. And I said, you know what? If your idea is that great, somebody's going to do it, if not already yeah. done. Because you sit on your idea for such a long time, it will be done. So I always say, spark up a conversation, if not with us, with another app-making company, and and make them sign an NDA, like a non-disclosure agreement or something, that they can't copy your idea. But have that conversation, and we'll do the strategy, we'll do the you know market research for that app, what it can do, what it should do, and and we'll plan it together. Um, and then you can- do you ever do you ever personally get those? great big ideas when you're you know those times when you're sitting in the bath or having a shower and you think oh my god I've got a great idea is there anything that's ever come to you we've actually got um one major and two smaller apps um self-developing at the moment so they're develop they're busy creating them in-house that must be fun though having people there that can explore your ideas for you yeah for sure so yeah they are quite exciting we're looking forward to launching them i'd love that so what's the grand plans for the business then so we're hoping to double our turnover um but on a more exciting part of it um we're hoping to launch digital notion academy so digital notion academy would take um youngsters 16 to 24 year olds that maybe come from a bit of unfortunate backgrounds or don't fit in the normal society as we know it um I, I really love those kids like the kids that want to play games and think they just don't fit in you know with the maths and english classes that they or geography religion that they need to study or learn those kids have the most creative and the most the best imagination if you just let them if you just make them, if you just send them free, and if we can turn some of those kids into coders, then we're going to create some amazing software. So um, I'm in the very early stages of planning and talks of funding, um, like a six months course to get you 
interested in most of this coding stuff and what does it actually take what do I need to learn more and then we can push you on further and in those six months you will already be working on real-time projects and then we'll just you know see how you go and if you're really really keen then we'll put you on a full-time course or we love that idea yeah so if someone wanted had an app idea in their head or they wanted developing for the business that they're running at the minute where could they find you uh, we've got a website, digitalnotion.co.uk, or um, direct to me, my email address, um, which is junior, D-U-N-J-A, at digitalnotion.co.uk. And if I don't get back with you in the hour, it will definitely be in the same day. So um, we're more than happy to talk to anyone, big or small ideas. That's awesome. I love that idea. It makes me so feel so creative. And all of those ideas that I've had for ages, I think, oh, I should have dealt with them a long time ago but I think I think everyone who's watching is probably sitting there with exactly the same thoughts so um yeah I'll uh, I definitely have to explore that again over time but I suppose I've got nothing but time at the minute because we're in lockdown so how have you found lockdown has it affected you personally um personally um, I'm quite a gym going kind of type person so I like to get away from my desk and from everything else for that hour hour and a half so unfortunately we can't go to the gym at the moment um so that has affected me the first lockdown I thought okay that's fine we'll just go for more walks and maybe my body needs a little bit of a break so um it wasn't that affected but now and again now this time around really getting so I get up at five o'clock in the morning and go for a walk and then um go do my meditation or some stretching or some yoga whatever I feel doing for about 15 minutes and go shower I have my breakfast so I'm in that routine but I still need to get away and you know in a gym environment I train in a, in a really amazing gym in Orpington Muscle Works and just the atmosphere just the talking to people the yeah and it's it's something we really all need I think I think gyms should yeah. I understand it completely I, I, I get the transmission side of it and all of that but I think personally for me I found the gym was time when I literally didn't speak to anyone I would walk in with my earphones in tunnel vision you know lift some weights go and do a swim and then leave and I loved that I didn't speak to anyone so I missed that bit because even now when I'm going for a walk because you can only go for one walk it would be me and the kids or me and the husband or me and a friend and taking the dog and I just I really miss the kind of you, set alone time yeah. yeah you time and we all need that we all need me time and regardless of what it is you sh- I don't think we should be that restricted but that's a personal opinion yeah no I mean I I understand it but it's uh it's hard mentally to kind of be like this for a long time so yeah sucks ass and of course we both want to go on holiday as well which we spoke about before we went (laughs) before we came live so where do you think the first place that you'll go other than back home because you're originally from Belgium that's right um so we were meant to go to Mexico twice last year like I mentioned quickly so Mexico will still definitely be on the top of the list (laughs) anywhere where we get a little bit of sunshine that would be can't wait I honestly can't wait I was looking for like to go to like Caribbean or something in October and then the 
the the worst that it's got over the past couple of weeks has made me go, I'm not booking anything. I'll just wait until this is all over and then I'll do some last minute flight when it's safer to do it. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. The, uh, we booked Ricchioni and they've been so good with us. So um, they kept us up to date with everything. So, but yeah, it's not in their hands, obviously. No, it's not in anyone's hands now, is it? So we're coming to the end of the podcast, Dee, and I end all of the podcasts with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I love Eminem and I love the eight mile. And he does all of his rap battles by doing, saying all the worst things about him, like he's skinny, he's white, his mum lives in a trailer. So Dee, what are the worst things about you? Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> a really tough one I would say I get very insecure about myself sometimes really and then when I do then um I'm not the same person oh. so that might be one of my bad traits um but I think as getting older and learning been going through quite some rough times growing up and um in my younger years some really bad relationships and stuff I think when you get yourself through that you learn to appreciate things in a completely different way so I've got loads of patience so I can't even say that's a bad trade um yeah I've got no patience whatsoever I've developed a really bad trade drinking loads of wine at night <laughs> and I stopped doing that because I thought hmm, this is getting a habit yeah we'll stop doing that that was first lockdown for me fueled mm. by wine and yeah and it was getting it was fine I think if it's a glass or maybe sometimes two but then when you start thinking hmm and I keep on working and I keep on drinking and the bottle is gone and then you go oh no this is becoming dangerous so that was maybe and it took me a while to realize um and obviously, when you're just sitting at home and you're not getting drunk, yeah, but it, it goes down very easily, for sure. So. Yeah, so far, touch wood, not that I'm saying that I'm doing dry January, but so far, I've not drank this year. Same. I'm a week in now, which is an achievement. <laughs> it's really good for lockdown. I, You know, even on a normal January, it's hard, but lockdown January... Staying sober is quite hard. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Dee. And as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Say goodbye, Dee. Bye. Thank you. Bye.